0: Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we talk all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. I'm your host, Fred. Uh,
1: I am Brad. I am Brandon. (laughs) I am
2: Steve.
0: Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, hey, uh, so... Brad just made a bad troll of me right before we started. Which <laughs> <And> is <laughs> why
1: I, I was having a hard time introducing myself. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> well, good right in bad, this though. moment. <laughs>
2: actually, actually, you know what I wanted to say when I was doing my introduction? I remember that old cartoon, I Am Weasel. So, probably not. I don't remember that. <laughs> I Am Weasel, look it up. His his enemy is I R Baboon. Oh yeah. Oh
3: I do, yeah, I know what yeah, I am. I love I, know, I am weasel. I that,
1: <laughs> that was from so, Two what... Stupid Dogs, or was it Cowan Chicken? Cow and Chicken. It was Cowan Chicken. Right. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, it was um Secret Squirrel and Morocco Mole were on Two Stupid Dogs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's what it reminded me of. I didn't know if you guys knew about that or not Yeah, yeah. I do know I always apparently, know. apparently Fred doesn't know
0: I don't know Fred's I don't know. the right I'm age, the he here. should
3: know He really should You should have watched this as a kid
0: There was a long period of my uh, young adult life where I was basically not it on the internet It came out so. in
3: 1997 It was on Cartoon Network
0: Oh well yeah. then I don't know. <laughs> I, I missed it. <laughs> I can't consume everything. I yes, can't. Can. It's just impossible. <laughs> not, All right, let's you're move not trying Let's harder do enough. some stuff. <laughs> How are you doing today, Brad?
1: Uh, in this moment I'm feeling great because uh, I've, I'm <laughs> I just had a good time.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that. How are you doing, Brandon?
1: Yeah, I'm doing good.
0: Doing good over here. What about you, Steven? Uh physically,
2: I'm here. That's all good.
0: <laughs> after yeah. everything
3: you did yesterday, yeah, being physically <laughs> here is probably a massive positive,
0: yeah, yeah so i I just... did all that, I would not be here <laughs> uh, so I just spent uh three hours in a dealership trying to get everything squared away for my girlfriend's new car, so I am. I thought you did that like three weeks ago. Uh, that was the or
3: that was all
0: ago. all the paperwork, and now this was actually the the buying of the vehicle. So we are now newly be, besotten with vehicles and paperwork. So yay, yay! All right, well, uh, it was a frustrating evening, but it's over, and I. What kind of car did you get? It, it is a Chevy Trax.
3: Oh, I knew that. I didn't. I just made had wanted to make sure nothing changed. I guess.
0: Nope, same vehicle. It's all
1: good. And And Fred, we are about to pay off our second vehicle. Congratulations. Yeah. So
2: that's a good place to be. (laughs) I don't know what you're all talking about. I always pay cash for mine. Of course you do.
3: (laughs) i don't i don't i don't and i get a new vehicle like every other week but
0: you know whatever oh my god i'm so jealous all right well (laughs) let's move on to some cerebro news brad do you have or i should say cerebro and point break news brad do you have some stuff to talk about
1: uh i do i today submitted updates for cerebro um it's pretty minor ones i'm still working on stuff My big headache right now is getting uh, Point Break on the iOS App Store. It got rejected again. I don't want to talk about it. Um, I I submitted a new one today. Let's see if this one gets through. He was absolutely devastated yesterday when it didn't happen. I really thought it was going to go that time. So it's
0: just Apple. They're the holdup.
1: Yeah, it's on the Android store and it's on the web point break SW.com SW is important. Someone else owns point break break dot com. What?
3: What is point break. Com? Is it? It's, the, it the there's nothing
1: there. Someone owns it, but they've got nothing on it. That's about as good as the movie. Wait, oh, hold
0: on. Hold on. What? I, I really <laughs> the movie's a I stone cold him. classic. I just
3: wanted to trigger
0: Fred. Oh, you just you just did. You just did. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves? Oh my god.
1: <laughs> okay, who? It.
0: Well then, let's move on. I'm, that, I'm, I'm under Fred, attack today, everyone. Fred, I'm just under attack.
1: Is that the guy who plays um, Boba Fett and the clones?
0: Wait, I don't even know what you're what you're doing. Like, the I don't even the guy you just the, talked the, about. The troll.
1: Ke- Kino, Keanu Kino. Reeves. Yeah, him. Is that the guy who plays Boba Fett? I can never remember his name. <laughs> I
0: I don't know even I don't even understand the troll. I don't even understand the troll you're doing.
1: (laughs) What what troll? I just asked you a question. Uh uh
0: yeah, sure. Okay. I don't believe you one bit. All right, so let's move on before I get even more triggered. (laughs) Uh there are some tournaments that are happening this weekend. I I believe that uh at Fabricator's Forge in Pittsburgh They are having a tournament on Saturday. That would be Saturday the 29th of April. So if you're in the area, go check them out. And it'll be Uh, fun. You'll have fun if you go.
1: uh, Justy's coming out of retirement. A couple other Morgantown (laughs) people are going. It should be a fun time. Nobody will go with me, so I can't go. I'm
0: sorry. I I can't do it. That's not going to happen this weekend.
2: (laughs) Brad, I'm not driving half hours to pick you up to drive another however many hours. I'm sorry. That's fair.
1: Four. I didn't expect you to be the one to go with me, Stephen. <laughs> Jared asked me about um, the tournament last night, and I'm like, oh, do you want to go? And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh, great, thanks. Thanks for giving yeah, my hopes that- Josh tried to get him to go. He should go. Jared, if you're listening, Jared's not listening, you should go.
0: Uh, speaking of which, thank you, Jared, for filling in for me last week. I'm sorry I was not here. <laughs> and it was nice to have him back on the pod. It was nice to hear him when I listened back to the episode, I should say. And it, it was also a little bit frustrating that he did so much better of a job than I normally do. Oh, so that's not dang true. Dang it, Jared. <laughs> that's not uh, yes, true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let us move right along.
2: Well, one uh, so we don't second, get... Fred. Oh, okay. Well, oh, you—you you have a tournament. A, well, no, 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 no. There's a tournament in Dayton, Ohio, too. That's done by Cork and his crew. I just want to remind people of that. It's also on the 29th, so if people are out that way. They I came. Don't know if
1: that's up. A... They came to our tournament. They were cool.
2: You guys should get another mm-hmm. their tournament. Yeah, it's at yes. the Bookery, which is what by Wright Patterson Air Force Base. When that's in Fairborn, Ohio.
0: Yes. Uh, th- uh, thank you for reminding me. Uh, everyone who is in that vicinity, go to that tournament. It will be fun. You will have fun. We They came down, played some games against us, and it was a good time. Alright. Let's move on. Uh, there were some games that have been played recently. Uh, I believe that Steven went to a tournament also. Did,
2: is that true? Yes, that is correct. On the 22nd, I attended the tournament that my local store was having. Uh, that's uh, recess games in North Olmsted, Ohio, outside of Cleveland, of course. And we have 15 players show up, and surprisingly, seven of those players were from Pennsylvania, uh, three from Erie and three, for, uh, three from Erie and four from Pittsburgh. Excuse me. That's a pretty long drive, also. That's well, uh... Erie's. Erie's like eighty-eight miles, so I mean it's not that bad. Okay, okay, yeah, that's neither not bad one. At all, but both Pittsburgh. of those are pretty easy drives. And then okay. Pittsburgh's like two hours, so.
0: All right. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not bad at all, actually.
2: So, how did the tournament go? It went excellent. Uh, the uh, the winner was Nick parrot he was from erie i met him before at fabricator's forge and the runner-up was nick angelo and the funny thing is um they both were at the top table and we were using chess clocks time ran out and they both were at 16 points holy moly so wow, it ended ended in a tie are you you serious uh, yeah and Nick Parrott won because he had better strength of schedule and more victory points.
0: Well, that is a crazy way for a tournament to end. Oh my gosh. Yes. It, and uh, then, uh, Nick, uh, Go,
2: go ahead. ahead. Wow. I'm sorry.
0: I was going to say that uh, it must, uh, I don't want to put feelings into other people's heads, but it must feel kind of rough if, you lose that game <laughs> if you lose on a on
2: tiebreakers.
0: Although I, I guess it happens. So
2: yeah, exactly. So I mean, you know, um, I, I don't know if people are okay with that or if people are not okay with that, and if they're not okay what the solution is. So I'm not going to get into that. Uh, third place was Andrew Savage, and then uh, fourth place uh, was actually me. And Mr. Savage beat me on strength of schedule by 0.07 points, which oh, was hate. kind of kind of heartbreaking. So <laughs> <laughs> you hate to see it. No, oh, no, man. but that's all right. But the top four got prizes um, in our in our tournament, and it broke down. It was 80 because um, our prize pool was um, our our buy-in was twenty dollars, and so our prize pool was 80. 70, 60, and 50. So, pretty good prize pool if you want, you know? So,
0: yeah, that is. That's a great prize pool.
2: All so, right.
0: So. Uh, well, tell us about the games. Oh, how'd your games okay. go?
2: Well, uh, round one, I was going against one of our locals, Brandon, who was running Asgard. Um, I won the priority for that. And we ended up playing on Mutant Extremists and Demons Downtown, Uh, Brandon picked 19 Threat, and I, uh, of course, was doing uh, Midnight Suns, and I don't know exactly what he was running. Uh, I don't have that listed here, but I was running uh, Blade, Voodoo, Black Cat, Iron Fist, Moon Knight, and Wong, and I just wanted to go wider than him. Um, I wasn't on you know, I'm running Immortal Hulk into that, because he had both uh, Thor and Beta Ray Bill. So I thought, I'll go with little guy, so that I don't take so much damage from throws. That was my thinking going into that. Um, I won uh, 22 to 12 on that one.
0: 22? Uh,
2: 22. Yeah, because I had oh, scored boy. 15, and then I scored um, 7 on the... Um, On the last turn. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, So my next game, I was playing Josh. um, Transher, he's from Erie. He was running Midnight Suns. And we were playing um, Riot Spark and Alien Ship. So we were playing at 17. And he had priority. He was running Immortal Hulk. And... I thought I had a plan into Immortal Hulk, but I did not. Um, I was actually running Doctor Strange with a Time Stone, which I found out was actually pretty good. Um, Of course, I was running Blade, Ghost Rider, and Wong. So my Ghost Rider and Wong probably should have been Immortal Hulk, so I should have gone really, really tall. But um, he won that 21-7, to so that tells you how that game went. Oh, wow. wow. (laughs) Although Immortal Hulk... (laughs) Although Ghost Rider almost pulled it out at the end. He almost got all, he almost got, he had Iron Fist, Ghost Rider, and Immortal Hulk left, and Ghost Rider almost got him. Got them all. <laughs> so don't ask me how, he almost did. Um, so I'm one and one at that point in time. My next game, I go against Kurt, who is a local to us. He was running uh, Malekith Cabal. Uh, we were playing Intrusions and Scrolls Infiltrate world leadership uh, he won priority so I decided to because uh, that's between 19 and 20 so I went down to 20 excuse me down to 19 points instead of 20 to try to kind of force his hand on a couple of things and in that one I ran Doctor Strange with a Time Stone, uh, Blade, Immortal Hulk and Wong and that that's my list that I have for 19 points uh, to go tall and mortal Hulk did bad things to the kitty that he was running. And so did Doctor Strange, just basically keeping him out of the game much of the time. Uh, I won that one 20 points to 8. And then my last one... Yeah. I all won these games. Against... <laughs> They're, yeah. all uh, They're all
0: blowouts. They're all blowouts. They're all over 20.
2: Well, my next one's not. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> um... I went against Brian, and Brian's from the Pittsburgh area. He was running Midnight Suns, of all things. Um, everybody seems to be on a Midnight Sun train lately. I wonder why. Uh, we were playing uh, Senators, and Deadly Meteors Mutate uh, Citizens. I have one priority, so he picked 19 as a threat level. Um, he was not running Immortal Hulk, and I didn't run Immortal Hulk on this one. So I went with Dr. Strange and the Time Stone, Blade, Black Cat, um, Iron Fist, and Moon Knight. Um, The reason I did that is because we had Senators at six points. Um, So basically, uh, Dr. Strange controlling people and Black Cat stealing things was was my premise to control that. Um, I ended up winning 16-8 to on that. And... That would uh, that would finish out my run at the tournament. So, I did. I did learn one valuable lesson, though. What was that? That Immortal Hulk is what they call in Warhammer 40k a distraction Carnifex. Are you familiar <laughs> with the term?
0: I mean, I can use context clues.
2: Okay. So basically you put something really, really, really big out on the table to be a distraction for your opponent to concentrate on. Yeah. is basically, yeah. basically what it comes down to. Um, and that is Immortal and, Hulk. Mm-hmm. And he actually lets the Midnight Suns breathe a little bit. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Everybody's not focusing on blade. Everybody's not focusing on iron fist. Um, Surprisingly enough, um, I did put Iron Man in my list and also Helios Laser. I never used it once. (laughs) So I probably should have given that thought to the second game. Um, Doctor Strange, like I said, with Time Stone, is surprisingly good. And the reason I did that is because Immortal Hulk's at a seventh threat. Strange with a Time Stone puts him at 6. And Ghost Rider is at 5. So that gives me a stepped process. You know what I mean. So if I need a seventh threat, I'll put in Hulk. If I need a six, I'll put in Strange. And a five threat, I put in Ghost Rider. So that's my okay. that's my thought behind that. So, and it Strange really shined quite a bit because when he did an attack into somebody and they got like mega dice for their defense, like I roll five defense on three three dice, right? I would just say, okay, I spend two for the time stone. And we would re-roll everything. And they might only come up with two defense after that, right? Right. And and then I look at my dice and say, okay, is that good or not? And then I still have an Ayabagamoto after that. So Strange becomes a little bit more offensive when he has the, the, the time stone hanging around his neck.
0: Okay. Okay. I can see that being very useful. Mm. Question so is, it's, and, it, and he also gets an extra power, right? Correct, yes. It? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I would definitely agree that if you want to play Strange, having him as sixth threat definitely fits a lot more better in the roster than having two five threats with him and Ghost Rider, especially now mm-hmm. that Immortal Hulk is affiliated.
2: See, I got consensus. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> that
3: is my. Uh, that's my
2: input there. That's all I got. Should it's be because the Soul Stone only gives you like. Should be regular. It only gives you random power when other people use power, and it doesn't do anything active. That's that's why I stay away from the soul stone. You have so much power, and then you have nothing to use it on, basically. Yeah.
0: All right then. Uh, Are there any other games that that people have played since the last record?
1: I played a game. Oh was that game and jared and i played well some of a game of shatterpoint last night we used all MC- right tell us all about it we used mcp models well i talked to jared some about shatterpoint and he was always i don't know i don't know after the game he's like that game was really good and they're talking about tournaments and all that stuff him and josh um so, playing the game, I think, solidified Jared wanting to play the game more. It was... it. We both had looked at stuff and mostly knew the rules just by, like, watching other people play the game, watching the demos from Adept- Adepticon and whatnot. What neither of us had played before. It went pretty smoothly, even with us just basically having learned it. So I think it'll run pretty smoothly once everyone knows what they're doing. Okay. It's fun. I it want to seems... play more.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, I would like to learn how to play it myself. That would, I, I would like to play the next time that I'm able to come down on a Wednesday.
1: Okay. We can make that happen. Uh, I already knew this, but Jared looked up like after the first couple activations and the first couple attacks too, and he was like, This feels like Guild Ball. And I'm like, <laughs> You're not wrong.
0: Part of what I'm most intrigued by. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh is that it for games played recently? Or did Steven, did you have a game you played today?
2: Yes, I played one today at our local game store again. Um, and I played our friend Greg. He's from Worcester, Ohio, which is about an hour away from us. And he drives up every once in a while to play. And he was playing Midnight Suns. And I just wanted to get off Midnight Suns for a second. Because, you know, variety is the spice of life. So I went back to... um my criminal syndicates and spider foes list, and unfortunately, our um, our crisis, our securest was intrusions, Uh-oh. and all, our um, our extract was the researcher, and I'm sure Brandon can say that that's a that's a kingpin criminal list uh, setup, isn't it, Brandon? <laughs> Yeah, about that. About that.
3: We can run that
2: any (laughs) time, any place. So, yeah, I was... um, He ran Immortal Hulk because he wanted to take him out for a spin. Uh, He was running Strange without a stone, uh, Blade, and Black Cat. Unfortunately, Black Cat was ineffective in this game because there's nothing to steal. Right. Um, uh, I was running Green Goblin. Kingpin, of course. Um, I had Craven. Who else did I have? Uh, Venom, and then Omega Red. And Omega Red did work. Okay, I should Works say he. Work. He he actually did work with Venom, keeping um, keeping Hulk away from portals so he couldn't jump through. <laughs> Using those uh, those real handy. Pulls that they both have, yeah, exactly. Venom and uh, Omega Red go really, really well together, surprisingly. So, but um, he was so busy concentrating on Venom and Kingpin that he didn't even attack Omega Red the whole game and he just went wild on people. So, that was fun, okay. Well, nice, Uh, yeah, yeah. I ended up winning that game like uh 17 to 5. was ridiculous
0: okay (laughs) yeah that seemed like it was very much uh stacked in your favor by the just the scenario
2: yeah yeah kingpin on kingpin on those two scenarios would it's just it's oh it's if you lose that you
3: just retire it
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i score five the first round he scores zero i score uh because he got me off the researcher uh, by throwing me with Hulk, but I score three the next round and he scores zero still and it's just, you know, you're down, you know, going into round three, you're down eight zero. It's pretty much in the bag. So
0: All right, let's move on. Uh, I think that's it for the games that have been played recently. Uh, is that it for our opening banter? Is there anything else that anyone would like to bring up? I don't I, think we have any news. I did news. play.
3: I actually played a game yesterday.
0: Oh, Brandon, you've played a game. I did play a game. It
3: wasn't. It didn't go great, but I, I was more of a, more of a feel out game for me, where I was just trying to feel everything out. I played uh, the new Modoc Scientist Supreme, and uh, he's really good, uh, really, really good. So that's gonna be. I'll be toying with that for a long time, I think.
1: Did you play yeah, nice. the nice did you play the list from the episode of well laid sure. plans that came out today?
3: I did I did that was a good uh, that's a good segue there. I did play the list that we we built on well aid plans. Um, I got in a weird spot because I did want to i I should have played I wanted I am not a believer in a specific model because he just does not do anything for me ever. so I actively should have played. I shouldn't have played him, but I wanted to play this model because I was like, you know what? Let's see how he does. And he got one shot it on turn one, and then died on turn two. So, oh. unfortunate. No, it's Craven. Oh, You're Craven kidding. has <laughs> Craven has never done anything for me but die, ever. This like is the... literally.
0: I I I have so much good luck with Craven. Craven does so much work whenever I bring him,
3: (laughs) and he does decent against me. But for whatever reason, he just doesn't do so. We played seventeen points. I was playing against Guardians. It's a skill issue. Uh, uh, it maybe maybe I'm just really bad. If it
0: were a skill issue, he would crush me every time. (laughs) Uh, So I played Modok, Killmonger,
3: Craven. And then Six more points Who else did I play uh, bullseye and but Beta Ray Bill. Craven uh, should have been lizard, a hundred percent.
2: You know, you know how you make Craven live? How's that? You sh- did, did you take Shadow Organization?
3: Yeah, I couldn't play it on turn one. He just died, and then he was yeah. But dazed. you play it on
2: turn two. You play
3: yeah, and then Gamora it? walked up and slit his throat in half, and he was dead. There's nothing I could do about it. It wasn't like
2: nothing would have helped. You matched it up incorrectly, sir.
3: Uh, maybe I it Yeah, I, I mean I'm not saying that's it was just uh it was just really bad. It, in the matchup I should have played Lizard. I should have put Lizard and Modok on one side and Beta 8 Bill so Beta Ray Bill and Killmonger did the Lord's work. Killmonger, with the triggers and the wiles and the kill count tokens um, and Modok's leadership, um, eviscerated. He eviscerated Beta Ray Bill. He ko He dazed Beta Ray Bill on two and KO'd him on three. Was that also in a usurp the throne? No, I did not usurp the throne. Um... So there, there, was I was more worried about just getting the characters more so than the tactics, so I act- actively did not have proper tactics cards. Um, it was kind of a rushed game because me and Brad were supposed to play X-Wing, and then he bailed to play Shatterpoint.
1: That, so was, that was Jared's <laughs> I did, fault. Because I, I actively
3: did... I was not ready to play a game, per se, and then
2: uh, so hopped into saying? a late game or so you're saying you should have played Fearful Symmetry for all it was worth?
3: I, I should have played... Uh, <laughs> I definitely should have played... Like, I should have played Lizard over Craven. I mean, I effectively played Fearful Symmetry because I literally did not play, like... <laughs> I only played, like, two tactics cards. That's I did play I Mind Games, um, which was really, really good. Um, and that's going to be a really fun card to play against Fred, and I know he hates that, but, like... I can already see him just like getting like mind boggling, like annoyed with it.
0: Oh, oh, bring it on! I, I, I look forward to sweating my ass off on the other <laughs> side of the table for mind games.
3: Bring it, it on! The, well, well I played it against Star Lord, and it was literally there were two piles to pick, and one pile killed Star Lord, and the other one did not. So um it was a very good time as far as i was concerned
2: um well going back to your craven fiasco you know sometimes characters you just need them to be a sacrifice right
3: i did have sacrifice sacrifice was a card that i took
2: no. Yeah. no, but I mean, you need know a sacrificial character to occupy somebody else, right?
3: Well, if it would have took more than like two attacks to kill him, yeah, I would have felt like that would have felt like he actually was sacrificial. Uh, but guardians are obviously, guardians are also just really, really good. Um, so it was
0: can confirm,
3: yeah. Like guardians are really, really good, and they they bring a lot of bad matchup, especially when you want to try to fight. They fight really, really well, so we were playing uh, Witnesses, so Marefisk, and Scrolls. So, also kind of a weird setup. And if you listen to the podcast, we were kind of... I wasn't sold on Marefisk, because... I wanted to play Modok, in reality, like, if I ever was playing that list in a tournament, I, I have Kingpin in the list, I would have played Kingpin's leadership. Um, I wanted to play Modok, and Modok did really well, but Mayor Fisk is such a odd scenario, and just, like, if you lose the two and you get your opponent gets four points, it's really hard, especially if you don't have a ton of, like, extracts to pick up, so... Uh, it was a fun game. I, I learned a lot about MODOK and uh, my suspicions of that he was really good and Killmonger was really good. Uh, you just kind of had to pair him with someone that's going to tank a lot of attacks, which I did not do because I was convinced that I really wanted to play Craven. Um,
2: <laughs> let me ask you this question. You know who else is in Criminal Syndicate? Do you think um, Green Goblin could find a place in MODOK's uh, Criminals? Yeah.
3: Uh, I do. Um, so the main thing. So if you listen to the episode, like the main thing we talk about, Green Goblin was in consideration. Um, fours are tough. Fours are really really tough, mainly because Battery Bill's so good, um, and then you have so many really good affiliated fours with mm-hmm. like Rhino, Modoc, Kingpin, obviously. Um, the hard part was it was like Killmonger fits so well. That it was real... So, kind of what me and Brad had talked about... Me and Brad had talked about, like, the idea of having a character with Pierce, being able to effectively change one of their attacks to a, a blank, plus change one of yours to a hit, is just... Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it feels so good. So good. It just... So, like, Killmonger basically was just slaughtering things, and it wasn't even anything I was actively doing. It was literally just that he was able to because I was just being like, oh, well, this gets an extra hit. Oh, and I pierced one of your blocks. Like, now you only block two, and you're going to take, you know, like, three or whatever. Uh, mm. But I think he fits in really well. There's actually a nice model. The The biggest surprise was the five-threat model that we chose. Um we did focus on the wild triggers a little bit, um, making sure most of the characters had those wild triggers. Um, with, that was, I think, what... Goblin was one of the models towards the end that was really close, but he ended up not making it. There was, there was a couple fours that we talked about. Um, there was another four that I really, really liked that didn't make the list that might end up making the list later, but they're not out yet, so it's not that important.
0: Well, if if you're interested in in finding out what that five was that he alluded to or uh, what the thought processes were for any of those, you can listen to this week's episode of Well-Laid Plans that came out... Was it today? Was it today? The day of
3: recording, so it'll be a couple days ago, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, well, um, let's move on to our boy today. And that boy is daredevil and it's the vanilla version of daredevil uh he is uh hold on matt murdoch he vanilla is five, version. Van, uh, yes the vanilla version he's the version that everybody has because they all bought bullseyes pack and nobody uses
3: but this right? is the thing this is also the thing this when you bought this box before the errata you bought this box for uh daredevil oh boy you're right this this (laughs) was not a bullseye box bullseye was before the change one of the worst models in the game
0: and he turned into one of the best with just one little change yeah one huge change it was an enormous change though. yeah one tremendous change all right so he has uh, our boy matt murdoch has five stamina on his front and six stamina on his backside he is speed long he is size 2 He is four threat and he's got straight threes across the board for his defensive blocks. Uh, but that is going to change later on down the card. Actually it won't, but it'll be better than it looks. Uh, Hey, Brad, why don't you take the first two attacks that he's got there?
1: Uh, he makes attacks. The first one is physical. It's range two, five dice. Uh, He gets power for the damage dealt and it has wild stun. The second one is physical as well. It's range four, four dice, Uh, ignores line of sight and no cover for the enemy. And it has a wild push uh, for size two or less. All right, uh, Brandon,
0: why don't you take the last attack? Hold on one
1: second. Well, we're holding hey. on, Fred. I just want to point out that Jared didn't make us read anything. I didn't notice that. Uh,
0: do you guys not – do you want me to read it all? No, it's I don't, fine. I don't mind.
3: I I will be honest. I am actively playing Pokemon at the moment oh. and recording <laughs> okay. the podcast, All so. right, we'll
0: just uh, – uh, No, Stephen, I'm here. No. I've got it. No, what? Okay. No, no, no. No.
3: <laughs> Devil's Deliverance is an Area 2 attack. It is two base dice, and it costs five power. This attack adds two dice to each of its attack rolls for each non-dazed enemy character within two of this character when the attack was chosen. After this attack is resolved, the target character
0: is pushed away from this character short. And Steven, why don't you finish finish out the card? All right. We have a...
2: Reactive superpower, after an attack targeting this character is resolved, this character may use this superpower. If the attacker is within range 2, this character may make a strike attack against its target. It will cost you 2 power. Next, we have an innate power called Radar Sense. When defending against a physical or energy attack, this character adds blanks in its defense roll to its total successes. And also in an eight, we have wall crawler.
0: And that is it for Daredevil. That no, is it's what not. he's got. He changes oh. on the back, friend. He changes oh, on the back. How much? Oh, he does. I didn't even notice that that power changes. Okay. It's uh, actually
3: completely different.
0: Uh, oh wait, do his attacks change too? No. No, the only no, thing that no. changes is okay. he gains the health, and he is now the devil of Hell's Kitchen the devil of hell's kitchen uh it is a cost two superpower active superpower uh this character may immediately perform an attack uh with a power cost of zero against an enemy character within range two after the attack is resolved if the attack roll contained any skull results this character suffers one damage this superpower can be used only once per turn oh boy oh boy okay
2: so effectively, he can attack three times a turn for two power.
0: That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. You, know, I feel like I may have been sleeping on this character quite a bit. Uh, so let's talk about this guy. <laughs> let's talk about Matt Murdock here. Uh, what are your thoughts about him, Brandon?
3: Me. I... What you... <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'm good. I, um, uh... so the biggest thing is he's definitely suffered from like the new character fatigue, uh, because he does just not quite do a lot in comparison to a lot of, say, other models. Um, uh, yeah. but I don't, I don't think I. The more, cause I was looking at him earlier today, and like, the more I look at him, and I'm like, man, he's really not like all that bad. Like, it's not like, it doesn't feel great, but like, he doesn't feel like bad per se. Like, I I don't know where he fits. I think is the hardest point. The all threes on defense are definitely rectified by a radar sense. Um, Mystic attacks are like, they're borderline non-existent as far as like like there's not a lot like that are like heavily played um which is something that i talk about a lot is like you can really capitalize by like just having a couple mystic attacks because a lot of people just aren't really planned for it um the problem i think is the push only being size two is kind of annoying. Stun's really good. There's not a lot of a dice on his attacks. Devil's Deliverance is probably just a bad attack in all reality.
2: Uh, yes. Well, well, I'll give it credit that it automatically pushes any size, though. It does, yeah. You're spending five power to do that, which probably hurts. But if it wins you a game because you push somebody off a point, that might be worth it. I'm just... Giving a case scenario. That's. I think you
3: use it. I think you use it. I think the, I think the best thing. I do like the attack back. Um. I think the attack back is probably really key. Um. For this character, Uh, it does feel really good to use it. It just feels like, I mean, I feel like, I mean, Radar Sense is really, really good. There's no range on it, so, like, he's going to survive. Uh, he's he's going to be a little tougher. Um, but again, he doesn't do a lot else. Like, he's not doing a lot of damage. And I want to clarify this. We've talked about it. I know we've mentioned before. I feel like there's been stuff said about this Daredevil before that, like, I feel like People who created this card have said that, like, we, like, the world just hasn't figured it out yet with this character. Am I mistaken? Did no, I, that like, is, make that up? That is my correct. Yeah. Like, the world knows that this card can do something, like, the creators know something about this that we don't. Um, I just don't exactly know what it is. But obviously, I'm not the only one. So.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't know what. I can't, I can't figure it out. Uh, what are your thoughts,
2: Stephen? Well, I mean, you know, we got to take a look at his affiliations, which are defenders and web warriors, right? So, um, he gets the reroll with web warriors, which would serve him very well, obviously, except against mystic attacks. Um, you know, rolling a skull into a blank doesn't hurt him whatsoever, right? But I think he really, really shines when he runs with defenders. Unfortunately, not many people are running defenders. Uh, and I allude to that because I I used, I used, do it all the time in Midnight Sun because when Iron Fist is in range three of somebody with a physical or a um, energy attack, I just have Strange put two more dice on him and, oh, I rolled five blanks. Well, that's why I blocked. You know, he would become a, a super tank, but then again, you're running, you're running strange with him. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's um, lackluster, but I'm saying it's probably not the best choice for all the choices that are out there.
3: Yeah, I think the hard part with Defenders, too, is how thick that roster is. Like, even when we mm-hmm. get a new leader for Defenders, it's going to be really hard just because of how deep that roster is.
2: Well, let's just take a look at this card a second. And let's compare him to Iron Fist, okay? Because Iron Fist tactics tactics has. Cards? I no, know. he doesn't. No.
0: No. Not that I know of. I mean, uh, he comes with uh, a tactics card, which I don't think is legal anymore. Uh, the climbing gear or radar sense. Oh, sh- Nikes.
2: Acute, I'll have to look it up. Senses. Acute, acute
0: senses. Acute senses. That's it.
2: Mm-hmm. But that's a universal card for it. That's not a right. specific card right. for him. But. Let's just take Daredevil versus Iron Fist. Iron Fist is a three, okay? He has the same health on the front, one less health on the back, and he moves medium. But he's 3-3-3 across the board. Within range three, which is where most attacks come from, okay, he's counting blanks, just like Daredevil. His strike is range two, strength five, on a wild that gives a stun, but it's an energy attack, which is a better attack than the physical attack. In comparison to the Baton Hook, it's a little shorter range. It's range three. But it moves Danny personally into a range he wants to be in. This one just moves size two or less, which there's a lot of big boys out there now. And then Devil's Deliverance, you, know, you go up against the Iron Fist, which does cost three more power. But it's nine dice, and it's energy, and it damages things, and it gives stagger. And if they don't have an activated token, it gives them an activated token. It does so much more. And that's what I'm talking about. Iron Fist does so much more for a lower cost.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely correct. I agree with you. Uh, That is, I mean, Iron Fist just, I I don't want to say he completely eats this guy's lunch because this guy has a couple of interesting little... uh, tweaks that he can he can use like all uh, the extra attack and being able to clap back whenever you get attacked but man uh, the iron fist just does what he does better mm-hmm. yeah.
2: exactly and, and for a threat less right right
0: uh, what are your thoughts brad
2: my
1: thoughts are daredevil is not as bad as the internet makes you want to think Maybe I, I I agree. <laughs> maybe Iron Fist does similar things for less cost. He does not attack 3 times. He doesn't have long move. He doesn't have wall crawler. If you want someone who can get across the table and uh and stick around and maybe still get more attacks than he should. Daredevil's not a bad pick. Um, He's not a mutant, so I'm not putting him in my list. But, like, <laughs> he wouldn't be bad in X-Men. There are better choices. But, like, if you like X-Men and you like Daredevil, um, throw him get in your there. your brain tested. Yeah, throw him in there. Daredevil, I'm going to say this later again in the comic recommendation, I think. But Daredevil is the most consistently well-written comic at Marvel. Okay. So, yeah, that's, that's
3: actually pretty... that's actually not even like a hot take either. No. Like I've I've heard that so many yeah. times that like So there are it's, it's lots very of Daredevil Devil fans from the outside. Yeah, from the Mm -hmm. outside in, like it's really like you're like, how is this character cool or anything? But it's literally like, and everyone will tell you that it's just one of the best written. Yeah, like there,
1: there are terrible X Men comics. Everything in Daredevil is good to fucking great. It's go ahead. I, I think
2: that has a lot to. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I think that has a lot to do with um, daredevil dealing with a lot of uh, life issues that are close to what we deal with, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know what comics you're going to talk about, but I remember, you know, he's a lawyer, right? With foggy Nelson. They hire a lady who goes away for a while and then he finds her again. And she's a strung out heroin addict. Right. I mean, these are real life things. They happen, you know, it's it's every day he's very street level is what i'm trying to say yeah
1: but back to the model like i don't think he's bad i think he's fine i think if you like daredevil and like you are realistic about what you're going to get out of daredevil which is a fast model who sticks around and makes some okay attacks sometimes He'll I think do, the he'll hardest part do that.
3: Is just figuring out where he fits.
1: I think yeah, he is okay great in like a scenario list because you I, just put I him wherever he needs to be.
0: I, I don't disagree with any of the points that you're making. I think that the biggest problem with Daredevil is that he is a four cost model. In a in a meta that is rife with great four cost models, like uh, what you described, is, is there is a model that does most of what you just described better than Daredevil, and that is Black Panther. Uh, he's a long move who sticks around, and who does he does not get the three attacks every turn uh, when he's when he's on his wounded side. But I think he sticks around maybe better than than Daredevil does. I, I feel like Daredevil's side. Yeah, yeah. Once I, you I, flip
1: Black Panther, the, he
2: dies. A dude dies. Yes. Yeah. So Well uh, what about what what about a character, Fred, that does it for one point one threat less, which is Black Cat. But I can... Well,
0: she doesn't stick around. She no. <laughs> she, she gets killed. If you she get gets, in she her has, like if someone looks at her, she dies.
1: Yeah, you just have to get in her stealth range. But I I envision like a list where you would have Black Cat and Daredevil cuz you're going hard on scenario.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And like hey, uh, I mean on his,
0: uh, that list exists.
1: Yeah. On his I'm front I'm not saying side, it
0: doesn't. I'm saying Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: On his front side, which he's going to stick around on for a while, every time they attack him, he's likely not to take damage or very much damage. And then he's Likely to clap back at them. Now, he doesn't clap back very hard, but it's something.
0: I, I mean, it is five dice. It's not bad.
1: No, it's okay. That's.
0: I I, I I don't disagree with any of the points you're making. I think you're right. I just think that he is, he's a model that gets overlooked, and the reason he gets overlooked is because he just doesn't do anything that is... Absolutely outstanding. In a in a packed uh, threat level, he also has eleven total stamina, which I uh, he does have his that radar sense does keep him around a lot longer than the eleven stamina would would make you think, but it is only three dice, and if someone's throwing eight dice and they get like attack six hits you need three crits and then three blanks to not get not take any damage from that and he has not that much stamina I mean 11 for four brat and um, Brandon where does that stack up for fours it is below average yeah it so... was at
3: to be fair though it was at one point the average that average has since like Creep- it's Creeple. rare that we yeah it's it, it's not like it's just that six six um uh, we started getting threes that had that it's just awkward yeah but, uh, that's really
0: the big thing that changed it, it, uh, here's the thing most of us most of you out there who are listening to my voice right now have this model <laughs> because you got that pack for bullseye uh it, 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 this model is not bad and if you like daredevil and if you want to make this model work, I am certain that you can make some lists that, that make this model work, but I don't think that he is a model that people who are playing on a competitive basis are going to reach for on a regular, uh, at a regular time, you know,
3: it's hard. And like I said, I think there's something, like I said, I'll go into it a little bit later. Cause I think there's something here, um, But it's hard to fit. It is hard to fit him because he's most likely going to be an unaffiliated four, Uh, and like then you're competing with the Beta Ray Bills, the Venoms, the Agent Venoms. Uh, My one of my favorite unaffiliated fours, uh, Black Dwarf, that doesn't get any love, who has 14 combined health, and and not 11. Mm -hmm. So and
2: damage reduction
3: (laughs) and a size four character. You know what? I'm not going to go. But he's slow. He is slow. He is on a large base and he moves slow. Uh, Yeah, like you have to play Daredevil. And I think one thing kind of the opposite of what Fred was saying. I don't think Why would you throw an eight dice attack into Daredevil? I mean, good, good point. Yeah, I think I think a lot of the times you'll get away with kind of stuff like that. Just
2: be. Why would you? Why are you worried about him type of deal? it seems like this character is very much a finesse piece you know he's not he's not going to be there beating people up he he goes after your wongs right he goes after your rockets and he's unfortunately like
3: yeah he's unfortunately a finesse piece and a not super finesse game
2: mm-hmm. which yeah. is
3: unfortunate
0: well um are there any I, – I don't think there are any specific tactics cards that we need to talk about. Uh, are you guys ready to give him a letter grade? I am. Let's go. All right. Uh, I I think that I will start us off, and I'm going to say – so I, 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 I recognize that when I did Gwynpool, I was way too low so i'm gonna not go uh, i feel very similar here where i'm not hot on this character so i'm going to say he is a c plus that is my letter grade here
2: i don't know if you're super low
3: like i i mean i feel like i came in hot on Gwynpool, and i'm that's also a character i think about all the time um so I had all expectations of giving this model a D. Um, I don't think that's fair at all. Um, I do not think this is a D model. Um, so, but I do think it's probably he's just a basic C. I don't, I don't think there's anything special. about it. I him. will take that okay. from you.
0: All right. What, what, <laughs> what are you giving him, Brad?
1: Uh. B-minus. I think B-minus is fair. Okay. Absolutely you, playable, just not a
2: go-to. I guess I'm the curmudgeon here. Um, Go for I'm, it. At a C- I'm at a C-minus. And the specific reason being is that he doesn't have any tactics cards.
3: That yeah. is going to become an issue, I think, the longer this game... like. I, in another year, I think that's going to be very, very relevant for
2: some characters because mm-hmm. the recent ra characters we've gotten, there's a tactic card attached to them, whether it's a good or a bad card. i I, I don't
3: think we're gonna have a box for a very long time that's not going to have tactics cards attached
0: to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah, so that's so that... that's our take uh i think that the average averages out to in between a c and a c plus somewhere in that little gap okay uh you always round up uh, we're positive around here see here's the thing i didn't round up because i'm the person who gave him the c plus and i didn't want to be talking my myself up uh but... I just wanted
3: to call him Triple D's Daredevil is why I wanted to give him a D, I think. I don't think I had any other real reason.
1: Like... He does not have Triple D's. Like, more I think... B's at the most. You
2: <laughs>
1: Do you see those pecs? This guy, this guy
0: lifts. He definitely
2: lifts. He boxes. He,
0: boxes.
3: <laughs> he, he does
2: box. That's also very accurate. He should have a six dice strike then, right? <laughs>
3: uh, a six dice strike. Honestly, it's one of those. It's the weird thing because it's like, how do you make this model better? Um, and honestly, I just I don't know the answer to that because I'm not sure.
2: I give him a six dice strike and make his baton hook a um, uh, one power. Whatever you do, you know, a a gainer. gainer.
0: Yeah uh, that that attack would be a gainer if he came out today. Like mm-hmm. it would, it would just be a gainer on top of everything it does.
2: And then I think you can leave the rest alone; and he would be all right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that would help him a lot. I, it, you know what? I don't think he uses all that much power. I mean, you almost just, never that, so, I'm not you sure use his spender. You use it on
1: man a without power. fear. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what that's what it's for. Okay, all right, Brad let's talk about some comic book recommendations
1: okay i already gave the spiel about how uh there are a bunch of good daredevil comics which actually made this a little bit hard so i went with just two classic runs that are considered like the two best um and by considered the two best i mean depending on who you talk to they will say one of these is the best and the other's the second best, and it will change from person to person. And I just did them in Chronological Order. So the first one is Daredevil 158 through 191. This is the run by Frank Miller and Klaus Janssen. Uh This one's probably been read the most out of the two. And it's also where most of the adaptations come from. So if you like the Daredevil show, you'll probably like this comic run. If you did not like the Daredevil movie, you would probably like this run. If you did <laughs> like the Daredevil movie, seek help immediately, but you might still like this run of comics. Uh is it's... the model better or worse than the movie? The model's better, better than the, the movie model's for better. sure.
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah.
1: No disrespect Jennifer to Ben
0: Charleston
2: too. I'm I'm salty. But the best thing about that movie was freaking Bullseye, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh The
1: Kingpin was very yeah, good Yeah, Kingpin was good. Um The Kingpin good So, the fact that it's centered around Kingpin... Michael Clark
0: Duncan, right?
1: Yes. The fact that it was centered around Kingpin and Bullseye comes from the fact that Frank Miller did a long-run story about Bullseye working for Kingpin and trying to ruin Daredevil. Like, all that stuff came from this run. The other one that, depending on who you talk to, might say, this is the best daredevil's ever been is daredevil 236 through 291 this is annescenti with john romita jr doing the most of the art but there are other artists too um if you've seen an adaptation of daredevil and the idea did not come from frank miller's run it came from annescenti's um The this and the Frank Miller run are must reads for comic book fans, not just Daredevil fans. Comic book fans, if you like comic books, you're gonna find stuff in here to like. Uh, plus, in this run, Daredevil does fight a vacuum cleaner. So <laughs> that's it. That's my recommendation. Okay. Read those two comic runs. I gave you like a bunch of issues for homework, guys. I expect you to be (laughs) done by next week.
0: Yeah, one one of those runs was more than forty comics, wasn't it? Uh let me look.
1: Not uh, not quite forty. And then not quite forty. The other one is not quite sixty.
0: Oh wow. Uh, All right. Brandon, uh, what list are you gonna put Daredevil in? Tell us your secrets. I need. I think.
3: I, I think the best King way Pain to play. To and, uh, no, I don't think he fits there at all. He's the second best Daredevil to play on that list. Right. Um, I think. I, I really want to play him in a list where I can like. Attack out of activation. Um, and kind of like... What's the ability where people... When people get near you, you can like... As soon as they enter like your bubble, you can...
2: Like trap trigger. List. What is it? It's a trap list. That's Green Goblin's list.
3: Yeah. I just don't want Green Goblin to be the leader, unfortunately.
2: He might be the best... I just...
3: None of the other. I mean, the only other spider foe that does it is Mysterio, right?
2: Mm. All I mean, fuck it. Right, yeah. you
3: know. okay, we're playing Green Goblin. We're playing Mysterio. We're playing Winter Soldier. We're playing Daredevil. We're playing the Howling Commandos, and we're just living our life out of activation and just playing traps and playing other models that do these type of things. I think that is. I don't. I I can't. The problem is, I know the idea of the list that I want to play. I just don't know the leader, the proper leader for it. Like I want to be playing.
2: Don't forget Venom.
3: Yeah, yeah. Venom. I've got got a
1: leader for you.
3: Is it Emma Frost? It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. (laughs) I. I, That's such a fucking cop out. I don't want to. Yeah, but I think. Yeah, just playing the list. What are some of the other models that do that? Is one of the Black Widows. Yeah, two point black widow. Two point black widow. So there's a good two point model. I think you just want to play these models that you know you can kinda every time someone gets near you you can do these things. You have the abilities to get away from anybody, especially with the long moves. Like that was the thing. I, I forget I play very slow moving characters a lot of times. So I kind of forget sometimes just how far a long movement is. Um, and that was, like, last night I played against Gamora, and, like, it's just, she just does anything you want her to do with that long move. Even with the small base, like, it's just, they move all around everything, and you never see them. Uh, so it's, I think that's what I would do. I like Goblin, I like Emma for those things, because you definitely want to play heavy scenario base, but you definitely like, I like the, like, the traps idea. Playing Emma would allow me to not play uh,
0: Goblin. All right, uh, I I think that that would be interesting. It would be uh, it's it's another Rakes list. It's another traps everywhere list. Yeah, you, you definitely,
3: you definitely just want to be real annoying. I think, I think the idea is just be like super annoying, and I love it. Live... <laughs> yeah, I, I knew, I knew Brad would like it. So, but I think that is uh, definitely where you play that list. So,
0: all right then. Uh, I think that all that's left now is for my recommendation. So I was I was struggling today cuz I just couldn't think of something I wanted to recommend that was in any way associated with this with this character. And and I I was I was going to recommend Cube and then Hypercube and then Cube 0, but then I find out that I I made that recommendation last episode. So I can't do that again. Uh, oh, we just I recommend
1: a Cube. You can definitely recommend Cube 2 Hypercube. <laughs> <laughs> Fred, are you losing your memory in your old age that you don't remember that you I recommended?
0: I must be I must be I, it must be that I'm just I'm I'm going I'm going senile here. But uh during the conversation with Brad about the comics, he triggered a thought in my head about a movie that I haven't seen in a long time that I very much enjoyed at the time and would like to revisit. Uh, and that is a Bruce Willis movie from the year two thousand, called The Whole Nine Yards, that also stars Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, this is this movie was a blast. I remember seeing it in theaters. I remember it being uh, a ton of fun to watch and absolutely the be- uh, one of the Bruce Willis acting in his in his element. This is Bruce Willis at his best. Now, that being said, that was, you know, 20 years ago. So maybe my tastes have adapted since then. I haven't seen it since then, but I would like to. I may try and look that, this up.
1: That's not even the best Bruce Willis movie from the era of Bruce Willis movies.
0: Oh, I, I know. I, but, but it's from when he was actually, you know,
1: doing good movies. When he was staying yes i was oh, well, I, I was hoping for fred i
0: didn't want to say that
1: Um, i was really hoping for something more like hudson hawk
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy
1: or well, you 12 you monkeys the green,
0: mile. <laughs> the green mile yeah that's also a good movie you, you know could
3: have, you could have definitely pulled a. Uh... Some Michael Clark Duncan references out of there. Yeah.
2: Uh, Armageddon.
0: Michael Clark Duncan gone too soon.
2: That's true. An excellent actor.
0: An excellent actor. An absolute excellent actor. All right. Well, now on that downer note, I hope (laughs) that everybody had fun today when we talked about Daredevil. Uh, we'll. I, I don't even know who we're gonna talk about next week so uh play some games go to the tournaments that i described and find oh a i list. do
3: have one other question what are oh. your guys' takes on the squirrel girl and we need your letter grade for colossus and we need your opinion on the squirrel girl and uh gwen
0: cards oh 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 mine my opinion, okay. my opinion is irrelevant. Mine is not okay. Well, uh, my my Colossus is a general B minus. That's that's where I am with Colossus. I think that I I just I feel like I don't have a take on Colossus because I ne- I've never played him, and I've played against him once, uh, or maybe twice, but it, it didn't really stand out all that well uh, for the tactics cards uh the one that lets you swap out tactics cards is very interesting uh i forget what that one's called but it's it's cool uh the inexplicable demise man the the likelihood of getting that ko is real low and it has to be against a five thread or higher character it's i mean it would be nice but all all those conditions are good but if you don't get a crit, you get nothing. That's the downside of those of that card. And what was the third one called?
1: They say to keep your enemies close. Yeah. They say
0: they to keep your
1: That's the one where they don't get to roll defense yeah, dice it. or you place it. yourself.
0: I like that how one, I like yeah, that. That one's good. That one's real good. I
3: like that is literally awesome. just panicking at the moment.
0: I Yeah, I'm like looking these up like, oh, I didn't think about these. Uh, I think this one's really good. I like this one a lot. All right, that's my take. Okay. All right, see everybody.
3: What about Steven? You're not going to give Steven a chance to give <laughs> a take?
0: <laughs> Jesus Steven Christ, wasn't... Fred. Oh, man, I am sorry. No, that's,
2: that's fine. That's fine. It is not um... fine.
0: You're right, it's not. I, I, I hang my head in shame. I've failed. I Go, per- Steven.
2: I personally am painting Colossus right now, but I don't know where I'm going to put them. Uh, D+. Oh,
0: wow. Okay.
2: Um, and the only card worth playing is, they, see, they say, keep your enemies close. For the Skrull Girl Gwimple. So, you know... The no try this one. Oh well, you're switching out tactic cards. Well, you should have thought about that in the first place. Otherwise, it's a blank tactic card, right? And then inexplicable defiance. Yeah, it's Kishki, but yeah, that's I, I wouldn't play it. So I, there, there you go.
0: Okay, all right. Well, uh, thank you everybody. It's been it's been a nice episode. This is my third time wrapping it up. Uh, I'll see everybody later. Wait, what about Bye. what, what, uh, Fre- what, Fre- what Fre-